podcast guru, Greg Huntermark. Hello, everybody. Guru Podcast Toledo, Ohio. Greg Huntermark down at the studio today, rocking out a hot day. Actually, sitting in my swimsuit. Man, I'm telling you, flip flops too. And I got a good friend, a uh, long time friend. Have, how you uh, doing? Tim. Tim, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you, sir? Really good. Tim and me uh, were uh, co-workers at one time. That's why I call him sir. He was my boss. We weren't co-workers. He was my boss. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I could say a lot of things that began with A and F and B, but yeah. uh, I yeah. wouldn't because you still taught me quite a bit. Oh, well. So I still call him sir because of that. Thank you, He Jim. taught me how to sell. Yes. Sales is everything. Yes, it is. It you got to sell yourself first before anything else, right? Yes, right. You want to get up in the mirror first thing in the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> got to sell that self, you know? Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's why I do the meditation. I get my, every morning you got to recalibrate kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. And you it's get a regeneration. It's a 24-hour cycle. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at least, I mean, they say women are on a monthly cycle uh-huh. and men are on a 24-hour cycle. I think everyone's on a 24-hour cycle. I would think you know, so, too. When, I mean, when you go to sleep and you wake back up, something happens in you. Something intrinsically shifts. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new day. Right. It's almost like consciousness was suspended and put in a different reality because you're dreaming or you're not thinking at all. So which is which is very healthy for people. and They don't know how to stop thinking. That's no, the problem. Absolutely. Today. It's, it's a it's good you, thing. You, uh, yeah. You got to be able to stop thinking. You got to be quiet. But how about the fact that you, I'm sure you've heard that. Are we really just dreaming now? And when we're sleeping, that's reality. I have heard that. Uh, but if you don't take reality for what it is, you're just going to be upset. Yeah. You know, this is our reality. I don't know what all the rules are, but I know when I toss a ball up, it comes back down. So there's gravity. Uh-huh. I know I think, therefore I am. Right. And beyond that, I'm cool with letting it just be a mystery because I know why I'm here. Right. I know why we're living. And it's really not that hard. It's a very simple equation, actually. But continue on. What's the equation? What's the simple equation? Well, you realize you are, mm-hmm. and then once you realize you are, you realize that everything else is, and then you realize other people exist, and then you realize, well, at least I did, that there is no such thing as a singular God. We're all God. Right. So once you realize that we're all God, you realize that you're just an aspect of everyone else. Mm-hmm. You're basically the same person. You've just chosen to be in this reality to experience it. Right. Because if there is the infinite, which we believe there is, there's no point in living forever if you can't experience new things. Mm -hmm. So I imagine a universal consciousness that paints consciousness in our reality like a picture or a song. Mm -hmm. Right. Very good. Like a painting. You were saying that, alluding to, what, what were you alluding to earlier about the painting? It's consciousness is to a painting, right? Yes. 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 Like you just said there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. Very good. And it is, folks. I love the painting of uh, Michelangelo. He mm, did. Touching uh, God's finger. Touching God finger. But Mike, if yeah. you ever, uh, and Tim, if you ever looked at that picture closely, uh, around God is a half a brain. Mm. It's conscious. God's touching man's finger saying, I'm giving you consciousness mm-hmm. to be able to create. Well, I mean, it's not mutually exclusive with traditional religion. Yeah. Uh, they say, you know, God created the, uh, well, in the Bible, I'm sorry, in the Christian Bible, they say God created the earth in seven or in six days and on the seventh day rested, right? Right. But it starts with 
God created light and light was good or mm. whatever they say exactly. Right. And he thought light was good and then he created the earth and then he created all the animals on the earth and blah, 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 blah. It's a good story. Good parable. Uh I like it. It's got a lot of good information and there's nothing wrong with it. But it's not mutually exclusive with what I'm talking about because the way we think the universe started, according to science now, is the Big Bang. That sounds a lot like there was light and then light was good and then everything else got created right so i mean no man and man no two ideas are mutually exclusive right and it wasn't an apple that eve gave man no it was a mushroom (laughs) it was it was a red red cap mushroom one of the red cap mushrooms like your emoji gave it to man consciousness so evolving the fact that uh, dennis mckinnon says talks about that in his book the food of the gods that we followed the herds and ate the mushrooms Mm. and we um uh, that's how we evolved that's how we started standing upright that makes a lot of sense. So I we start uh, creating the frontal lobe, which is the, mag- it's a, it's the most magnificent part of the brain. The thing about it is people are losing in life because they do not know how the uh, brain operates. I've been privy to be uh, twice in uh, California in front of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah? And Dr. Joe Dispenza, if you haven't heard of him, he's just powerful and life-changing. A lot of, th- a lot of people are waking. You want to talk about mm-hmm. awakening, awakening, great awakening? Yeah, Look absolutely. His, cr- his crowds are ama- amazing. And he talks about the neurons that fire together, wire together. And what he's saying there is that conscious, that same consciousness that you have, that same thought you have. And it's always been programmed to be negative. And all oh, yeah. of us, you know, is wiring us to I, have the life that we're having. I can completely see that. And we are creatures of patterns. Right. We are creatures of habits. Right. right. We create neural paths right by doing the same repeating the same actions over, over and over, over repeating the same thoughts so yeah absolutely we Once lower again, we lull ourselves nothing is to mutually s- exclusive with science or right. anything else right very good very good but we lull ourselves to sleep yes we do as humans we're all sleepwalking there's this massive sleepwalking that's going on you know you know i say they what's the movie or the show day of the dead or whatever oh uh, walking dead yeah walking dead you know the apocalypse <laughs> is right now you know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's there, but, uh, you came to tell, uh, your story because, well, let, let's, t- I'm going to tell the folks a little bit. Tim reached out to me with the, uh, first of all, with Facebook, um, yeah. in the sense of a project that your wife's working on. Why mm-hmm. don't you tell the people a little bit about that first? Okay. Well, um, my wife created a Facebook group called person to person, a pay it forward challenge. You can find it on Facebook. Just type it in. Um, it was started by my wife and now she and I are the administrators of it. And, uh, basically the message is just, well, pay it forward, be kinder and more giving and compassionate with your fellow man Mm -hmm. and you can do no wrong. As long as you're truly doing that with love in your heart, you can not make a mistake. Right. It comes back to you immediately once you start doing it. And the more you look for it the more you'll see it. You can do it in any way, shape, or form that you want. It doesn't have to be monetary. It can be a skill or service. Listening to someone when they need it. Smiling can be a game changer. It's good as gold. If if you're not wearing a mask. If you're not wearing a mask, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see when this uh, whole thing settles down. Can I tell you a little bit about I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to plug something in. I've been really interested about this mask thing and thinking how can I convey my energy um, more, you know, because my smile is everything, you know, a person's yeah. smile really does a lot. Oh, and it sends it, so it, many yeah. messages. Right. And how can I do that without my smile with my eyes? And I've been really engaging with customers hmm. 
And I, a new way in understanding this and saying, okay, how can I play this out? Yeah. And the other thing about it is I don't shake hands with another man anymore. I oh. always, it's just an elbow bump. I didn't even think about that. I stopped that, shaking really. hands with men. Well, in public and stuff, I always used to shake hands. I don't, I, I have to, I'm sorry, yeah. not to interject, but I, I don't get out much. I'm right. a solitary yeah, you were creature. You were ta- you're going to so, talk about that yeah, too. Yeah, but right. yeah. no, that, that's okay. I, shake, I don't need to talk about it. It's just... Uh, well, yeah, and, uh, you know what my shaking discovery? hands. Wow, yeah. you know I haven't discover- come across that yet. You know what my discovery is though? Hmm. I don't have to touch that man's hand. That just he just got done jacking off last night. <laughs> with that fucking right hand. I think God I ain't got another touch another fucking well, man's hand. Well, I mean, I probably wipe my ass today and haven't washed my hands. That oh hell long. no! Come no, on, and I'm man. holding your mic, man. <laughs> Dude, no, I wash my hands, but come on, you fucking me up. But no, the the pay it forward that you, you had a story earlier that you told about you had experienced this for yourself. Yeah, well, it was 20 years ago, uh, before the movie came out, not the book. The book was excellent, by the way. So Google it, try and read it. Anyway, so 20-odd years ago, I'm at the gas station, and I have no gas in my car. I just need to get home, so I stop at the closest gas station, and I pay for it with $1.25 worth of change. You know, I'm not talking quarters here. I'm talking dimes and nickels and a few pennies. Mm -hmm. So I give the attendant the money, and I go out and start pumping my gas, and I'm not paying attention. So when it shuts off, I look, and I see it says $6.25, and I'm like, Oh, shit. I don't have five more dollars. I don't have one more cent. So I go in there. I don't want to be a jerk. I go in there and talk to the attendant, and I'm like, it stopped at 625. Why? What happened? I gave you $1.25. And he's like, oh, no. The lady behind you put an extra five on your pump. And I stopped, and I'm just like, I felt like crying a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Honestly. And I'm like, well, who? Which which lady? And he's like, no, she she asked me not to tell you because she thought that might happen. Right. I, I'm supposing. And I'm like, no, come on, come on, dude. Who was it? Uh-huh. And so he was just like, he kind of like looked down and he pointed over and it was this nice uh, um, middle-aged woman, uh, lovely dark hair, lovely dark skin, and you know she looked like. Angel. Like a mom. Oh. She, just, she looked like a mom. You know what I mean? And so I didn't go over there. I didn't want to make her uncomfortable because sure. she wanted to be anonymous. Sure. Right. But as I was driving out, I just kind of caught her eye and gave her a smile and a little half wave. And she got a big smile on her face, too. Yeah, and course, that yeah. just made my day. It made her day. Sure. Giving isn't a one-way street. Giving is something that enlarges everyone that participates in it 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 feels good and we shouldn't feel bad about it feeling good there should be no guilt in giving um personally i think we should all be uh patting ourselves on the back a little bit um not in a way like oh i did such a good job i'm such a good person no 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 no. we should be telling other people about what we've done because if you do that Yes, it goes against the traditional don't sing your own praises, don't sing your own laurels. Mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic, so oh, okay. I have a lot of yeah. Catholic oh, guilt. Yeah. Well, I've been there before. I was with you. But two things, two really good things will happen if you do sing your own praises. As long as you're doing it with absolute generosity and compassion in your heart, you're not being an asshole. 
you're just encouraging people to do the same. You're raising awareness. And when you raise awareness about something, okay, it's kind of like anything else. It travels, just like a smell travels or a virus travels Mm -hmm. or humans travel. We've started in Africa, right? And now we populate the world. Mm -hmm. Seven billion strong now. So the second thing you do is you give me good ideas. You give everyone else good ideas on how to help. Because the more I've looked for it, the more times I've found that I was able to help. And like I said, I'm a solitary creature. I don't go out a lot, but I can still help two, three people a day. I find people on Facebook and Instagram to help. Mm -hmm. And I've done this, and it came back to me immediately. I like it, Tim. I like it. There's a lot you're saying here because I'm thinking of uh, the the experiment they did where the one person, like, for instance, uh, if I gave you a gift... Okay, did something nice for you, give you a gift. Hmm. Um, in my brain, it's, it's not endorphins. I'm trying to think of the other word that is released. It's a chemical that's relieved. It's like an endorphin. Oh, serotonin? Uh, serotonin is released in my brain. Hmm. It's a, this good, overwhelming feeling of giving yeah. comes. But you also, because you receive the gift, serotonin is also released in your body mm-hmm. too, in your brain. Yes. But this is the funny thing about it is, and I want to introduce everybody that's sitting on the couch next to us while we're doing this podcast. <laughs> The lovely Marcella, makeup artist. She's going to be the next to uh, Dial Kill. Um, but if you watch us do this act of kindness, you know, um, do you want to tell people how to get a hold of you? See your art? Serious. Tell them about Instagram. Oh, come okay. on. Just do it. He's not going to stop until just, you just do it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe you will. She's yeah. really high. Okay. She's really high. So <laughs> that's We're okay. Really she had high. a hard day. But if she watched me give you that gift, and our ser- her serotonin would also release. I hope so. It's a gift that keeps on giving, and it just, like you said, trickled out effect, the energy waves, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I also see that it's very good because a lot of people, you also have to have your receiving button, button on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We were talking about that earlier. Have to have your receiving button. A lot of people don't have the receiving button now. They don't think they're worthy enough to receive anything nice, or they they sabotage their own life based on uh, belief systems that they're they're not worthy enough. Have, or, have you talked yeah. about the helicopter experiment or a thought experiment with uh, your audience before? I think I did, Tim. Oh, did yeah, you? Okay. Yeah. Well, we won't repeat it then. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high too. <laughs> Well, so, everyone in the studio is high, oh, so that's all right. Don't yeah. blame us, but you know. Tim, don't judge us. Yeah, don't right. don't judge us. Don't look at me that way, folks. Get out there and do something good for somebody. You know, I said to three little old ladies at Myers uh, about a year ago. You know, Friday morning, I know my mother got her freaking hair done every Friday. This was her ritual. Mm. Made her feel good for the weekend. Yeah. And them three ladies sitting on a park bench there at Myers, and I'm checking out. I could just tell they just got their hair done. It was a new, new, I went up to all three of my said, ladies, you all look marvelous. You just got your hair done today, I see. And they're like, oh. oh you like, made their day. Years old, but you made their day. Yes, you did. Beauty needs a witness anyways. Oh, yeah. Always. Women do all that for men and a man doesn't know how to tell her how beautiful she is. Yeah. That beauty needs a witness. And that's the problem. But you're saying pay it for, be kind, a smile. Watch this one, though, Tim. Hmm. Do not open a door for an older person without first asking. Oh, that's a good, no, that, well, uh, that should apply to um, the fair sex, too, because uh, yeah. a lot of women have a problem with you opening a door for them nowadays, and I understand why. I get it, because uh, misogyny has been rampant yeah. for the last, oh, I don't know, 
10,000 years. Right. So I get it. But at the same time, I find it polite. I don't pull out chairs, but I do open doors. I do it for men, too, though. I do it for other human beings. Right. That's why we st- need to stop I did categorizing. It for, I, right. I did, it for, I did it at Speedway today for a guy. I do, yeah. Guys, we do it all the time for each other. In the morning, going in for coffee and stuff, whatever. I go in there. And, I know these guys. And uh, just saying hi to them and stuff and meeting them there. I always talk to the people that are waiting on the count, behind the counter. Well, you, uh, once again, he was my boss for a long time. <sighs> And he taught me how to sell. And part of ta- selling yourself is just being concerned about how someone is feeling. Right. If you don't know what their mood is, you're not going to be able to sell them stuff because they're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. And people are most receptive when they're happy, when that serotonin is flowing. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. I think we got to get out there. We got to show each other. Um, the, the guys I've been hanging around with, Tim, besides you coming back into my life, which is just, again, how the universe is unfolding things. It's a beautiful thing. It's, Absolutely. Know, I'm just in flow. I'm like, I got this, I'm on surfboard. I got a surfboard and I'm just, you know, working my swagger out on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I see things just unfolding because also a good friend of mine, Greg, who I vacationed a lot with, worked out with a lot, did a lot of good things with. And um, a very interesting gentleman, uh, Baldwin, which I just did a podcast with him, folks. You want to uh-huh. check out Greg Baldwin, um, the previous podcast. And, um, we came we back to, together after 10 years of not seeing each other. Oh, uh, okay. Just like me and you. It's been yeah. over 10 years or whatever. Yeah, about 10. And Greg's big message and what we've been talking about is empathy and gratitude. Absolutely. You know, empathy and gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a little thing one time and it brought me to tears, actually. I drove, I was driving around the city and doing things and I was just thinking about the fact that we are all one, like you said, you mm-hmm. know, with this, this thing. So I was driving around and I was looking at people on the street, you know, might've been a bum, might've been a person in a wheelchair and you know, whatever. And I was, I was just thinking to myself, I am them. I am him. I am her. I am. You know, yep. we are. Well, you know, besides uh, and above and beyond us actually being all the same person or part of the same personality. If you look at it like that, if there is a universal consciousness, I'm assuming it has a sense of humor. It has some sort of personality. Oh, it has a big sense of fucking humor. <laughs> Don't give me that. God, yeah, the universe has a big fucking sense of humor. God, whatever source. So besides that, like I will look at, like you were saying, homeless people or, you know, someone that's disabled. Mm-hmm. I will see people like that. And I think to myself, I can very easily be that person Fuck in it. this reality. I was I was so close to being homeless so many times you have no idea. Yeah. It's friggin' ridiculous. Luckily I never had to, but I could be that twitchy, dirty, you know, weird guy that's singing to himself and there is no crazy folks. There's just different kinds of people. Right. It's it's like the the um little handicapped boy. I was up in uh Detroit getting some oils at this beautiful shop and and ha- Mohammed was telling me about he was at the funeral the day before, and uh, he was saying this uh, handicapped child was um, smiling and laughing and, and going around giving everybody hugs at the funeral, mm-hmm. but everybody else was crying. You know what I mean? Right. It's a different dimensional. The way they, he, he was, he's in a different dimension. Yeah. And who says our dimension is right? The way we think. You know, that's you have to question everything. 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 I was talking to uh, uh, Marcella about belief systems. I asked her when on the, on the elevator up. I said, "Do you believe you have to work hard for money?" And she said, "No." And I said, "Thank God." <laughs> because Once to convince you- a person otherwise is fucking like you know. I, I know guys like rah, 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 hit the hammer, fucking beat the hell out of this. You know, well, let's do it. You know, as Ugh. a as a bona fide, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Marcella's yeah, she, telling us something right now. Yeah, she now. said, if you give it, it'll always come back. And that's what, Tim, we're all talking the same language here, and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah it is. absolutely. Thank you for... I'm going to have you on the show someday. Okay. That's good. That's good. But needless to say, um, yeah, it's just all this good, positive, and, and add, add, uh, you know, being grateful for everything. Yeah. I take time now in the morning. I've been doing this, laying my hand on my heart and just walking around and, and just laying in bed first and then just getting up and just thinking everything I can be great, grateful for. You I know, mean, the sounds if, of summer. Do this, you really, do you honestly mean everything though? I mean, do you honestly mean that? Be well, grateful for everything? Well, remember. And it's a good question. Remember, it's a very think good about qu- it. It's a very good question. And I, I maybe I'm, I, I think fast, but the fact of it is, is yes, I underthink everything in my life is my cause and effect. So yeah, I take full responsibility of everything. Besides Am I responsibility, for it's happened. But look and at there's all, no taking it back. We live well, linear existence. Right. And we talked about all the mistakes we made, but what it, it did with your, your stint in, you were in jail for a year. I was. And, 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 and I, is that all right if we bring that out? You want it me to is, that? No, no, that's, I, I hide nothing. You, um, if, I'm going to become as successful as I believe I'm going to. Yeah. Um, I'd rather get it out there now than some journalist find it someday. Right. So I'm willing to talk about absolutely anything that I've ever done, experienced, seen. Yeah. Because it's all led to this, what and it, I'm not ashamed of any of it. Beautiful. And same thing. All my life, a lot of, a lot of the fuck-ups I made and all the mistakes has brought me to where I'm at to be the man that I am today. Mm-hmm. I, you learn from them. And there's a great book called Falling Forward by... Um, <clears throat> John Maxwell, he talks about a lot of people make mistakes and they, they, they get right up, they fall and they get right up and they, their ego, they throw their shoulders back and they go, I'm okay, okay, okay. Hmm. But he says, when you fall in life and you're down, take a little time to clean things up before you move on. Yeah, there's do nothing some, wrong do, with do that. Do some shadow work on yourself. Work on your personality. Work on your mindset. Yes. Why are you thinking that negative thought? We got to you know, stop what, what, being in such a rush. Right, right. We right. have a limited life, but well, we have enough mm-hmm. of it. You're not going to die until you're not needed anymore. Right. And I don't mean like your loved ones don't need you. I'm not saying no, they're not right. going to be sad when you go, but you're only here for as long as you're absolutely supposed to be. Right. It's all good. It is. It is all good. You get, but meditation, one of the things meditation helps with is the uh, easing of death. Mm-hmm. When you start to lose real close loved can ones, help I with lost that my, too. Right, and that's why, well, there's another reason you should do that, shrimps. But when you, you learned a vital lesson when you were in jail on the fact that you learned how to stick up for yourself and not be bull- people bully you. Sure, Because yeah. you were always a shorter gentleman and, and uh, you know, more Napoleon, like you were saying. Yeah, I had a little Napoleon complex because I am a shorter guy. Um, I was stocky in my youth, but uh, once I went to jail, I was uh, a 10-year-long opiate user so I was about 125, 5'6", blonde hair, blue eyes, white. Okay. You'd think I wouldn't have done well in lockup, but I was fine. It wasn't that bad. All you got to do is not take any shit from anybody, and I found that doesn't mean violence. I found that I could use my mind with rapier-like wit um, and defeat anyone I need to with logic, now, that might not always work for you in prison, so please then don't just, necessarily take you, that advice right, right. because or, you might get fucked up. Right. I don't know, but or, I didn't. Or add, a little bit, or add a little bit of my bullshit with it. That'll <laughs> yeah. keep you out of it for sure. Yes, <laughs> try and tell some jokes, too. Right. Yeah. I, I spent a yeah. lot of time memorizing jokes from the Maxim magazines that my roommate would smuggle in. 
So I would learn the jokes at the back of the Maxim magazine, and then I would tell them, you know, at lunch oh, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Get people to laugh. Makes oh, this is yes. Tim. That's a great quality. Serotonin man. once again. Serotonin again. I do that at sales. I tell people all the time: if you can get a customer to laugh, you can sell them anything. Oh yeah. You fucking sell them anything. Absolutely. Get them a goddamn laugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I use humor a lot in my in my sales in that sense. Um, one of the things I was going to say though is uh, um, that you were. Uh, Matching wit, you, you know, you're, you're, this this type of thing was, this was back in the day, back in the, this is what I love about the Renaissance period. Men were really fucking men back then. Mm. They knew poetry. They knew how to make love to a woman. They were just artists. They, they were knew all how to artists. write a letter. They knew how to write a letter. All these kind of things, just all these real chivalry kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and sexy qualities of a man. And um, that's how they would match wit with each other. Mm-hmm. Poetry. Yeah. They would try to do, defeat each other mentally. Right. Nobody got fucking brains today to do that with. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if I would have done so well uh, quoting Shakespeare, but I know what I said and I know what it meant. And it was uh, it was pretty close to it because goddamn, if it wasn't poetry, I thought I was going to get my ass kicked. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned Shakespeare. I got to stop right now. Okay. This she is beautiful. She is to be wooed. She is woman. She is to be loved. This is Shakespeare. Very nice. I want to introvert (laughs) for the lady in the house. (laughs) Hey, you have to be polite. Yeah. Well, fast forward now here. This is the kicker. This is the kicker. You you hook me up with the on the Facebook. We start following on the kindness and all this, and uh, acts of kindness, beautiful stuff. You even called me if I had any job openings for someone, which I thought was awesome. And that's another thing. If you know anybody out there that knows somebody or connect. Stay connected, folks. This is what they do want to do. They want to disconnect us. We've got to stay connected. All you have to do is ask. Man, yeah. Closed mouth is never fed. Mm-hmm. But uh, needless to say, um, you started a podcast fucking show. Yes, I did. And I, sent me uh, a link to it. Wait a second, man. I got nervous about it. I got to yeah, tell it all. I got to tell it all. I got to tell it all. Is this not plugged in? It must be running on batteries. Thank God it is. Um, it's running He's on plugging batteries. things in now. I'm running on batteries. I was running on batteries. The there. technology Thank here is incredible. <laughs> it is. I plugged it. If it's you don't like stay, the million dollar man up in here. Hey, if you don't stay plugged in, you don't stay turned on, Tim. <laughs> I'm You're, turned on all the time his, now. Uh, I get on his, his, his show. The name of your show is, go ahead, Tim. It is called Sex, Drugs, and Everything Else. It's on Anchor. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple um, Podcast. It's on Google Podcast. It's on most major platforms. All you have to do is type in Sex, Drugs, and Everything Else, and you'll find me. Beautiful. And the first episode, he sends it to me. Could you grab my cigarettes, Tim? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that, bud. Um, he sends it to me and I, he says to me, he says, well, the first part you, you probably know all about, you don't need to know anything about it. <laughs> he goes, so you, you just might want to fast forward to the next two parts. So, and I thought, oh, interesting. So I started up, I'm listening to it. The first part has to be, happens to be on anal sex. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, well, the show's called sex, drugs and everything else. So I thought my first episode, I should do a topic on the first you know thing in the show's title so it was sex and well i didn't want to be boring so i went straight to anal right and you weren't boring and i learned a couple of things well good i, I learned a couple of i things. learned all that stuff yeah yeah learning anything is just believing something someone else told you mm-hmm. or that you read in a book mm-hmm. and that's someone else right 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 so you decide what information is pertinent and factual 
You try it out in real life, and if it works, well, then you say, that is a fact. Right. And, 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 and that is a fact, right. But, you know, if you think about it, most men get their sexuality in the locker room. And most men, when they talk yeah. about anything sexual, they start laughing afterwards. It shows their immaturity about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. I mean? it shows, and you went right for the throat on this. And you talked about uh, things of like uh, prostate massage, which I have had a prostate massage. Oh, yeah? Uh, I, I actually bought a tool. Like a, a little, medical one? Or, yeah, oh, oh, a little you tool mean. that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, I've had that done before. And uh, I have no problem, you know, during sex having, like you had alluded to, mm-hmm. you know, your anal play. And uh, I've had numerous situations like that. But, uh, and I don't, I, I find it, it's very healthy because the number one thing men that uh, in America suffer from is prostate cancer. Oh, absolutely. And uh, ejaculation is one of the things that can help you with that. Right. You know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's 100% proven, but uh, most um, doctors will tell you that the more you ejaculate, the less chance you'll have of getting prostate cancer. Prostate cancer, right. Or right. prostate dysfunction. Dysfunction. You know, because as you get older, you know, sure. you start to have to pee a lot in the night and you, stuff you like that. You say that. I don't. Yeah, I, I do. I, do I have, not. you know, I have early onset prostate problems. Oh, really? Okay. And it started when I was like 32 and yeah. I'm 43 now. So I've been dealing with it for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a big deal. It's just something that you should, you know, have a medical doctor talk to you about. You For need sure. to be informed. Right. Always informed. But the funny thing, it, it runs rapid in America and it doesn't in Europe and other countries. Really? I didn't because know that. Because the Spaniards and Amer- Europeans especially, it doesn't run rapid because they're always on the move. They're always walking. They're riding their bicycles. Oh, that's true. We they, are kind of lazy in this we country. Are, we sit in a goddamn lazy boy all fucking day long, all night long. Well, what are we doing right work. now? What are We're both of our fat chair. asses doing right now? Yeah. We're sitting in chairs. Hey, I'm a, I'm smoking a, cigarettes. That's all right. We're smoking, folks. Oh, man. All right? And, oh, Don't I'm, smoke. It's bad for you. I'm smoking American spirits right now, but I'm about ready to quit someday. I quit for 12 years. I, He's I figured ready to phase. quit someday. Yeah, yeah. That sounds very, uh, hey, very serious. Hey, I quit putting my cigarettes on the um, around my cooking area. Someone told me that wasn't good, uh, so I stopped doing that. So, well, see, I, will I could say stop this. that. I could stop, you know, anything. I will say this. I've been in the studio now for a couple hours, I think, and I've only seen him smoke about two cigarettes. He puts them out. He only smokes a little bit of them, and then he puts them out, it seems like. So he's not smoking that many. Right. I, I, don't, I waste a lot of cigarettes. I only smoke a half a cigarette, and I put it out. It's funny. And they burn really slow anyways. But let's, go on. let's get off the cigarettes. Man. Sure. My buddy yeah. Steve would say real men fucking smoke. Humphrey hey. Bogart, all the fucking real men back in the day, black and white movies. Hey, y'all that's have something I believe in. You know? Don't trust a man without at least a couple vices. Right. Very good. I got a couple. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Actually, don't trust a person without a couple vices. Right. My, that yeah. was uh, kind of fucking sexist. Yeah. But we yeah. were talking about men. Right. We so. were at the time. My dad, he never, he never trusted a guy that didn't drink. My dad was a big drinker. He didn't trust anybody who didn't drink. Yeah. He didn't trust motherfuckers. Well, we, see, I kind of don't either. Like, if you're talking about, like, a teetoler. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. uh, you know, very, once again, nothing wrong with religion, but if they're, like, a very religious person and say, well, I can't drink. Yeah. I just can't. God doesn't want me to drink. Nah, I don't trust that. I don't trust that at how about, all. How about, how about this story? There's a, a church conference going on in Germany, right? And the mm. American women fly over this female, you know, church conference was for women. Women's Conference Empowerment. And they went over there and they went to church and afterwards they were with the German women. Mm-hmm. And they, after church, they all went out to dinner and came back to the church. While they were out to dinner, all the German women sat with the German women all the American women sat with the women, American women. The American women were watching the women 
of the church drank beer for lunch. Hmm. And they were like, oh, my God, look at them. They're drinking beer. They're looking, <laughs> drinking beer. And the German women were looking at the American women and says, they dress like sluts when they go to fucking church. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is an awesome. And you as a Catholic boy know we used to sit the aisle seat to watch them women go up and down to get that uh-huh. communion, man. We wanted to see them on a Sunday. We'd wink at them as they walked by. You know what I mean? We were just oh, all up in there. But uh, Turn your head around in the pew. Yeah, turn your my head around dad would smack me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Turn your head around. Quit looking at that. But uh, also you um, you're reading a book in your uh, podcast. That's an interesting twist. But I've listened to it. It's very interesting. You have a great voice. Thank you. I, I, I this is a funny story because I have a buddy of mine, Drew, um, who um, we were in uh, a business together for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was reading um, Augmandino, the greatest salesman ever, ever lived. OK. And. Um, we were traveling together, Atlanta. We went to Atlanta. We went to Dallas, whatever. Mm. And uh, this was in a three-month period. He would always read before we went to I said, Drew, read, to, read out loud so I can listen to you read. He's got such a great voice. Oh, okay. You know, we weren't, yeah. you know. And, and, and it was just, it was fantastic. And your voice is what I'm trying to say is just really penetrating, Tim. Well, thank Especially you. Especially when you're reading from this book. I, I really, never thought I really had a traditionally nice voice, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, my exuberance. I don't know. The way you punctuate, uh, 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 you what a word I'm looking for here. Uh, yeah. When you're reading the book and everything, and, and you bring, you really bring someone in. You brought that's, me in on it. You, that's kind of why like I put thinking, music oh, behind it too. Yeah, I don't know if I want to, you know, really listen to a book reading. But who man, wants I'm to listen to that? That sounds boring as shit to me, and I love literature. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking you should do more sex shit. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm going to do more topical stuff. My third episode, I, I did uh, the first segment I'm going to do on drugs. I'm going to talk about drugs a lot more because okay. I think they're a, a big issue in this country. I think they're a big issue in human beings' lives, and I think we think about them all wrong. I think we do, too. Do you know what they did in Portugal? They uh, legalized all drugs, all heroin, everything, and they've seen it I all. I did not they, know that. They've seen, they, they've seen the consumption of it all go down. Of course. Some people, people stop using it. You, know what, you want to know why? When you take something away from people, you make it a mystery. You make it something that they want right. more. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think it should all be legalized. Just like, you know, just let, let it go. It, let people be uh, in charge of their own. Legalize it out. Legalize it all. Yeah. Let everyone figure it out for themselves. They'll right. be educated about it. Right. It will f- balance our budget. Within a year. Sure. I mean, Colorado, once they made uh, weed legal for, you know, uh, recreational consumption, they balanced their state budget within a year. It cut okay. down on crime. It cut down on our prison system. Sure. Everyone's talking now about defunding the police, which, well, I understand what they're saying. I don't believe that's a good idea, but you could actually defund the police because you would have so much less crime. And so many less um, crimes committed because if you still have weed in your pocket in Ohio, that's still a crime unless you Toledo. have a medical card. Toledo is very. Uh, I actually had the guys on uh, uh, normal, um, uh, but they were uh, on the ballot two years ago here in Toledo. Mm-hmm. I had them on. My, I had them on my show. And it actually passed. You're allowed to have like a quarter ounce with and, and get nothing. Nothing. Is in it? Toledo? Yeah, very okay. very small. And they actually there's a there's two weed shops in Toledo too. 
There's that one actually on Main sell Street. actual Wheat. THC? Yep, THC Oh, okay. I did not know that either. It, I knew it was coming. It's but... under a club. They got it under a club rule, oh. and you you become a member of the club. You pay $100 okay. to get in it, yeah. and then you go in there and buy weed and smoke. So ah. that's in Toledo right now. A buddy, a buddy well, of mine, that's Chuck. cool. I might have to check that out. A good friend of mine, Chuck, who um, uh, texted me the other day, actually wants to come up and see the studio and be a shot. Interesting cat. Uh, works. He, he runs all these stripper clubs in Toledo and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's an interesting guy. Well, he's, he, he has in the past. Well, like platinums and stuff. Yeah, he used to run. Oh, them. Yeah? yeah, he managed them. He knows all no these kidding. guys in, up in Detroit. That's why he's <laughs> he's opened this up from these guys up in Detroit funding it. You know. Yeah. Backing them as far as that goes, but he's a good character. Huh. And um, but then you end in your podcast. Um, you're going to talk about drugs. You end with music. This gentleman that you're plugging, you want to go ahead and tell little people, people a little um, bit about sure. him? Sure. Well, I, I've, uh, I've featured two pieces of art um, that are music um, on my first podcast and my third one. The first one was a song called Miracle by um, a band called Fortune, specifically backed by uh, my friend Nico. Uh, I believe he was the producer and the writer on it. Okay. And you can find them on SoundCloud. If you're interested at all, it's a really good song. It's got a really positive message. And uh, if you like hip hop, it'll be your thing. The second one I did was um, a spoken word piece by my friend Splice. That's what he goes by. He's a hip hop artist, but he's kind of a goofy little white guy. And uh, he tries to be Eminem a little bit too much. But uh, his spoken word is fantastic. He talks about uh, the separation that we've been experiencing because of COVID and a spoken word uh, jazzy freestyle rap type of uh, format. So you might want to check that out, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you man. I'm glad we connected here. I'm, I'm loving the fact that you're doing the podcast. I enjoy listening to yours. And uh, I hope you invite me on, my, on your show. Oh, absolutely. And, as soon uh, as I start having out. guests. Yeah. I haven't had guests yet. I've been thinking about it, but I think I need to up my tech game a little before I start sure. actually having sure. guests because I don't want to just be shoving my phone in someone's face. Well, this is something you just learned. You know, what I'm doing and what absolutely. I'm using here really is a nice little, and it's portable. I, I travel with it, but I can also hook it up and do, um, which I've done uh, three or four um, uh, Skype Oh, okay. Using this. Nice. Connected to my computer and recording and uh, then GarageBand. I do a little GarageBand. Cool. You know, YouTube is a university is incredible. Like you said, you Google everything today. Right. Yeah. I love Can it, Tim. Love having anything. you out, man. Love Thank having you. you out. Guru Podcast here, Toledo, Ohio. Shout out to my friend, Barbie. She's got she says she's got five names. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> she only, looks like she's got five names. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely got some AKAs. I know uh, that. A, shit. Yeah, she got some AKAs. You can't fool you. me, girl. Uh, I love it. I love it. But hey, everybody, check out. Uh, yeah, my recent podcast with Greg Baldwin also is over the top. Greg really talks about what we were talking a little bit about today: gratitude and empathy. And the fact of having that morning regiment that redials, we always get up and we just start running. We start doing the same thing every morning. We're really not calibrating ourselves saying, you know, what do I intend for today to happen? You know, intention is very powerful and putting that intention out to the universe and watching things happen. And again, I've had a numerous amount of just um, fun things happen. I, I think, um, well, I'm going to save that for the next podcast because I'm going to blow your mind with a little story, which I think <laughs> I shared Tim earlier. Um, with and uh, I'll save that for the next podcast. But also go to my uh, uh, IG Instagram. Check out G Hunter underscore photographer. 
He's a very good art. photographer, folks. I've seen his stuff. Thank you, Tim. Thank it's very you. inspirational. Yeah, evolution. And you did 35 millimeter. You've done black and white. I've mm -hmm. got my black and white studio down here. Here's one of my Canon 35 millimeters. Mm, we need to the shoot. nice old leather case. Even I love that. We need to shoot and develop and do old school all the way, man. Absolutely. Fuck, yeah. Man. I just love bring that. it like bring it back like vinyls coming back. <laughs> you know, you the go. old vinyl records are coming back. Well, man, folks, Not ironically, folks. Don't do anything ironically except <laughs> cannibalism. That's it. If you don't that. get that joke, then think about it for a little bit. Was that Mad Max? No, that's, <laughs> that's Tim O'Shea. That's Tim O'Shea. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is good stuff. Tim, love, love having you on. Love catching up with you. Chopping it up today. Spitting gold. Absolutely, sir. And uh, we're going to do it again for sure, man. Elbow, right? Elbow. we got to do the elbow because oh, of the yeah, virus. Yeah, we're not wearing masks either today. So, Oh, uh, just let me but, cup your balls already. Come on. <laughs> I told him earlier there's two reasons. Well, okay, I already said that in there. <laughs> I love you folks. Greg Hunter, Mark Guru Podcast, Toledo, Ohio. Roof, roof. <laughs>